Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. This is Ted, and Austin will be with us momentarily, we hope. He's apparently having some internet problems this morning. Uh, I had a, someone sent me, a lady named Pam, who's a good friend of mine, sent me a uh, link this morning to, uh, through the, uh, it was from the alphanews.org, and I've gone ahead and posted it on the website. It's basically saying that the Walker Art Center holds a playful demon summoning session for families. The Walker Art Session has received millions of dollars in taxpayer funds through Minnesota's Arts and Cultural Heritage Funds. And the Walker Center has held a pagan ritual geared toward families last weekend with a performance called Lilith, the Empathic Demon. Uh, Demons have a bad reputation, this is a quote, but maybe we are just not very good at getting to know them. An event description reads, the event which took place in the Minneapolis Sculpture Garden was part of Walker's free First Sundays, Saturdays program featuring artists, I'm not going to mention their names, who creates demon traps. Families are invited to create a vessel trapped a demon that knows them the best, perhaps the demon of overthinking, and then participate in a playful ceremony to summon and befriend their demon. Uh, I'm just saying this to you guys because I've warned you for years and years and years this is where this is going. You know, after designing your trap, it goes on to say Lilith, the empathic demon, will come from the dark side of the moon to lead you to locating your feelings using ancient Babylonian techniques of Satan worship. I'm adding that. The website explains the collective and playful demon summoning session will conclude with a movement meditation designed to help you befriend your shadows. Now, I'm doing this and covering this on the show this morning because there are so many people out there who don't realize still to this point that this is not a game these people are playing, that they want you possessed by some demon. What they don't tell you with this Lilith character is Lilith is the demon which steals babies and their souls out of their crib and takes possession of them and kills them. And so now they're telling you that you need to summon her. Now, another article here it says it's another free event. It says the first free Saturday plant teachers. Resilience, ingenuity, interconnectedness is what we might learn by paying closer attention to plants. And August free First Saturday, artist again will present Lilith, the empathic demon. The performance inspired by Lilith, an aerial spirit demon with origin Sumerian and Judaic mythology. You know, uh, I, I just, you know, and I saw that this morning and I read through it yesterday and I saw somebody else said it to me today. I thought I'm going to cover this because what people don't realize is when you play with Ouija boards or you play with stuff like this and you invite these demons to come in and you open portals into your body or you go to some nutbag physical therapist who wants to open portals into your life, into your body, into your soul. They allow these things to have pathways to come into you. I've seen it personally with people in my own family and I found in reality that when you allow people to get involved with this stuff, it turns into a nightmare for them as far as their homes and their families, which then they come in many cases infested with demonic spirits. Now, I'm going to say something to you guys that, that I really haven't gone into detail with before. Years ago, many years ago, over 30 years ago, I bought a home in which somebody had died in the house. And apparently they had done some rituals after the person had died, trying to summon their spirits, et cetera, et cetera, from best I can tell. And they opened a portal pathway into the house. When we bought the house, we were unaware that someone had died in the house. And we basically thought the person had died outside, but they apparently had died in the house. And we ended up getting harassed by some demonic entities and so what the reality is is this we hired a company called spiritual warfare ministers to come in and they basically anointed the, the doorsteps with oil they had basically allowed us to basically you know, stay in the house they showed us what we were they were doing and we basically were able to deliver the house and get this stuff out of the house now i know a lot of you are thinking this sounds looney tunes it's like calling ghostbusters or something right but this stuff is real and since that happened in that house and i saw some crazy stuff in that house 
I decided that I would no longer ever go see a scary movie. And whenever they have scary movie previews, like when I went to see Oppenheimer the other day, they had to put a bunch of filthy stuff in the preview section of the movie theater because it was an R-rated movie, which I did not know Oppenheimer was R when I went to see it. And I realized I don't want that stuff even going into my mind. Then after we left that house, we had basically there was nothing. There was no more. There was no more demonic activity in it after we had it cleansed. And then what happened is somebody else bought the house and they promptly sold the house within a few years. Somebody else bought the house. And then we went back over there to that house to see the kids wanted to see where Austin was a child and where he was raised and what his bedroom was. And uh, we started asking the people and they had moved out of the house. And finally, I asked them why they had moved out of the house. They told me that basically they had been in a situation where the place was demonically infested. And you think, come on, Ted, really? You don't talk about this stuff very often. Nope, don't talk about it very often because it gets so weird. I don't want to talk about it. And quite frankly, it just gets just gets it gets too much, especially for new listeners who aren't used to the show. And so I started talking to them, and they basically had moved out of the house because of the, the activity in the house. And finally, I told them that they needed to plead the blood of Jesus over it. You stationed angels all around the house, anoint the doorposts with oil, put a hedge of thorns around the house, and they could move back into the house. And the wife at that point started laughing and thought it was funny because she was thinking that this is all about Jesus again because they know that I'm a super, super hardcore Christian. And so what ended up happening is uh, they apparently listened to me and they're back in the house again. So the point I'm making with all of this stuff is keep your children away from this stuff. There's all kinds of demonic activities available online. That's why you got to monitor what your kids look at. There are all kinds of demonic activities available in bookstores. You can buy all kinds of crazy books and all kinds of crazy Ouija boards and all that. Don't let your kids get involved in this. You can go to Central America, South America, and you can go down there and go on different drugs, and you can go take a walk on the other side. Don't do stuff like that. Whenever you do stuff like that, you leave a trail of breadcrumbs behind you in which these things could actually follow you back to where you are. It's a major problem. People don't understand that. I, I warned Mancow about that, and I, I warned him not to go down there to South America, Central America, and do all this stuff. And the problem is when you do this stuff, when you leave these breadcrumbs, you leave a, a trail in which they can come back in and see you and basically follow you and find out where you are. And this is a problem when you have this stuff messing with you all of the time. A lot of people believe that this, these, these demonic activities and these demons are the you know, disembodied spirits of the Nephilim which that, that description is probably about as good as any description you're going to get because the Bible doesn't really talk about where they come from. But we need to understand something that if we have the ability to talk about this stuff and to see what it is and how real it is, then we have the ability to stand against it. But why in the world would you let a demonic spirit like Lilith come in, who basically from Judaic mythology is the one who steals the souls and kills young children? I mean, why, why would you put this is all, of course, this is all Kabbalah again. And all of the stuff they talk about, why would you allow your children to go to something like this? So I'm very disappointed in, in, in Minnesota. I don't know how in the world they've got themselves completely controlled by the witches now. And we talked about this a few, last week about the lesbian witches control the world, including the national, the national educational system. But keep your children protected against this stuff and don't allow yourself to go there as far as from a family standpoint or an individual standpoint. And make sure you guard the spirits of these young children. It's really, really important. And don't allow your family and friends to associate with people that are involved in stuff like this. I remember years ago, we were in Costa Rica. This was many years ago. It was over 30, 30, almost 40 years ago. And I remember we met this guy named Gus and his wife. And it was they were an interesting couple. They spoke Spanish, and so they were taking us around. We hung out with them for a couple of days. And finally, one day... I walked into their hotel room to get them in the morning, and they set up an altar you know, on, in their hotel room to some unknown god and had put an offering of black beans and rice – I'm not joking about this – on the altar 
as an offering to this demonic entity. Of course, that was the last time that I saw them. And we suddenly had to, had to do something else. And I told Sharon, I said, we're not associating with these people anymore. We're not going to be involved in this anymore. I don't want to, whatever, whatever they're involved with, I want no part of it. You think, well, gosh, Ted, that's crazy. That was 40 years ago. Yep, that was 40 years ago. This kind of stuff happens on a regular basis. And we need to realize that if we don't take care of our families and we don't protect them against this type of influence in their lives, in many cases, they get side sidebarred onto this stuff and their lives go sideways. They start making a bad choice here and there. And that one decision they make, that one crossroad decision they make changes their entire life forever. Be careful with your family. Be careful with your kids. Watch what they do on the Internet. So important. What do I mean by crossroad decisions? I talked about it in my book, Maximum Energy. I talked about it in detail in the, in the preface of the book. And here's what happens. Certain times in your life, you'll have to make a T-turn. In other words, you got to go right or left. You don't have a choice. you got to make a choice whether you want to go that way or that way, and there is no gray area. you got to go one way or the other. Those are crossroad decisions. They don't yep. happen very often, maybe about a dozen times in your lifetime. And when you take that wrong turn, it can take you to places you don't want to go, hanging out with people you don't want to hang out with, doing things you don't want to do. It happens all the time, and it can ruin a person's life instantaneously, and sometimes they can't get back on the right track. Sometimes they can pray and pray and pray and pray and get back on the right track, but sometimes it's a sense in a situation they end up in prison or whatever, and their life is never the same again. Also, yep. what do you think, buddy? Well, it's good to have you with us, and good um, I'm glad you're back. Great to be back on the show, but I'm gator hunting the last couple of days, so I'm back at the office. And, you know, the thing that I wanted to address, and you brought this up, I heard you talk about with Lilith, that – that demonic character, that demon that they've constantly been pushing now in multiple sectors, remember that was also the poster for the uh, Diablo 4 video game that was posted all over New York City on billboards right when the wildfire started on June 6th. Very strangely and ominously posted. There's something about this demonic entity that they're constantly wanting to push into the normalization of society as almost an accepted character. Video games, I'm saying this out to the parents, video games are a very, very serious problem right now in the younger generation when it comes to uh, indoctrinating them, when it comes to exposing them, and when it comes to basically allowing them to see things that they should not be seeing and no business seeing. If you've done any research and you've looked at some of these video games, they are some of the most satanic, sadistic sickening things you've ever witnessed. I don't recommend you watching some of them. You can watch clips if you want to know what kind of games your kids are playing on YouTube. You can watch videos of you know certain video games like that. But be very cautious because what has happened now, over the last couple of years, video games have evolved into something that we've never seen before in a younger generation as it's very hard sometimes to even differentiate video games from reality or from a movie setting. They're so realistic. And what they started doing was back, I think, uh, a couple of years ago. I didn't even know this until I started doing some research. Back in the old days, you had, you know, say, Nintendo 64, the original Nintendo that I grew up on. You know, you had your cartridges you put in. And you go to the PlayStation or Xbox, and you had the CD disc or the DVD-style, you know, disc that you put in. That does not exist anymore when you're video games. Everything is streamed. So at any point in time, if you don't know what your children are downloading that they have x amount of money on a download account to download video games they just download whatever game they want on like their playstation 5 they don't have to go to the store with you anymore and you've got to be the adult that's buying an m-rated video game it's 17 year old and or you know an older and you're buying it for them and they have it and you can take it away everything's downloaded onto these consoles now there are no discs anymore so i encourage you if you have kids that are playing these games and they have these consoles be very very cautious 
what they're getting their hands on because these games are specifically geared to change the way they think and the way they perceive reality. This is why you start to see some of these younger kids that get wrapped up and they end up being involved in school shootings. It's desensitizing them to no end to be exposed to certain things, especially from a satanic standpoint, to where if you play these games long enough, you literally will not see anything wrong with satanic behavior. It will be just a normal thing that you've done for three, four, five hours every single day for months and years on end, and all of a sudden you're exactly. so indoctrinated. Exactly you're so right. Indo- you're so indoctrinated to satanic ideology, it won't even phase you. Even if you knew it was wrong before, even if you grew up as a Christian or you've even been going to church, I've watched this happen in kids that have been involved in church and their parents are Christians and they're involved in church and they didn't know what their kids were playing video games on. And all of a sudden they find out, golly, this is some sick stuff that's been going on these PlayStation 5s. I've heard about this a lot recently. So please be very, very informed and cautious because these video games are a direct portal into these kids. And they know how to they know how to market them, guys. They are brilliant at this. These video game guys that are marketing these things, that are building these games, this isn't something that they just started doing last month. They've been doing this for decades now with these video games and learning exactly how to target certain age groups and certain brackets to get them okay with certain things. This is why you're seeing this done now with the younger generation with the perversion with the transgender ideology and you know it doesn't matter what your opinion is good bad in between whatever your stance is there's no justification why grown adults need to be addressing children that are five six seven eight years old about sexual ideology and sexual engagements period children that age do not have any basis of sexuality when it comes to definitively this is what they are they don't even think about that standpoint on a con scale but when you start taking these kids like i've watched this video somebody sent me and it was a video from keep austin keep austin queer now i couldn't believe that i had to i had to read this title when somebody sent it to me it is in austin texas keep austin queer and i went oh my gosh you guys really had to do me like that (laughs) obviously it's the name of the city but it was pretty embarrassing when i had to read that title and it's a giant parade in downtown austin texas that has a large group of band students and middle schoolers marching the parade wearing pink shirts that read Pride Y'all. And, I mean, some of these kids look pretty young. I mean, almost like single-digit age. And it was the organizers. And get this, it was the city's 33rd annual Pride Festival over the weekend that was the largest they had ever had. Now, despite the Pride Month in June ending 43 days ago, Organizers claim it was meant to avoid competition and bring more visitors. <laughs> That's funny. You can't, even, you can't even make this stuff up. No, that is complete and total lie. It's designed to expand the perversion of pride and pride month of what they're trying to indoctrinate children with to make it a year-long engagement. That's what it's for. It has nothing to do with we're avoiding competition. They want to start expanding this to where they start having pride rallies and pride groups every single month walking down the street naked, parading themselves in front of children just like they did out in Portland, just like they did over there in Seattle last two months ago. This is what they're continually doing is pushing the edge further and further. They're pushing the line further and further. And until people start really pushing back and saying no – This isn't okay. We're not going to support this. My children will not be attending a school that is openly promoting this. They're going to keep pushing forward, guys. They're on the offense right now. They're going. They're pushing to the goal line. They're pushing to, you know, a touchdown. 
They know exactly what they're doing. And as long as there's no significant opposition, they're going to go more and more and more and more and more. Perfect example now. I saw earlier, and I was actually very impressed this senator actually talked about this. Now, I don't know if this is just controlled opposition on why this got aired or if this guy's just trying to you know, be relative with this you know, how should I say this giant patriot American group that's sick of the total lies we're being told. But Senator Ron Johnson, Republican out of Wisconsin, pretty much completely called out COVID for what it was on Friday on Fox News. Now, why they aired this, why he did this, was it controlled opposition? Probably. Was it designed to basically try to put the different narrative out there so Fox can act like they're trying to be, you know, opposed to the leftist ideology? Probably. But he went on to go on to say there. He said COVID was a pre-planned, pre-planned event by an elite group of people. He said event 21 this, – this I'm quoting him. He said event 201 occurred in late 2019 prior to the rest of us knowing about this pandemic. This is very concerning in terms of what happened, what's happening, what continues to happen with our loss of freedom. It needs to be exposed, but unfortunately there are very few people in Congress that are willing to take a look at this. They all push the vaccine. They don't want to be made aware of the fact that vaccines are causing injuries or causing deaths. So many people simply want to admit they don't want to admit they were wrong, and they're going to do everything they can to make sure they're not proven wrong. We're up against a very powerful group here. The senator was talking about individual journals and praised him. He said the only way this is going to be solved is the truth has to be exposed. We need more Americans to listen to the truth, to be exposed to the truth, and pull their hands out of their head, excuse me, their heads out of their hand, open their eyes, and understand what's happening in this country because we're going down a very dangerous path. It's a path that's been laid out and has been planned by an elite group of people to take total control over our lives, and they're doing it bit by bit. They're doing it by increasing massive government spending, increasing the size of the government, the takeover by the who, and this is a very serious problem. People have to wake up to the dangers of the moment. Now, I have to say I fully agree with what Ron Johnson from Wisconsin saying here, and whether or not it was controlled opposition or not, I don't really care because he was very, very factual. Now, he could have gone into some more detailed stuff, but he did call out Event 201. And he did call out on what they did with this, and he's 100% accurate in the fact that they're going to keep doing these little scenarios and these little events in all these places. Look at what happened. You know, We talked about it earlier this week with what happened over there in Hawaii and Maui. This is something that's a serious issue that a lot of people aren't addressing in the fact that you know there are now massive reports of people that own these properties, which are extremely high value, by the way. Oceanfront property in Maui is very high value. Ironically enough, there's all the properties that Oprah Winfrey has bought in Maui, that Jeff Bezos bought, that Lady Gaga bought in Maui, that Bill Gates bought in Maui, that Morgan Freeman bought in Maui, that Will Smith, that Julia Roberts. They're all mega mansions. <laughs> Ironically enough, I looked it up today. I was doing research on it all morning. None of them got touched with the crazy fires in Maui. Just ironically enough, just nothing got touched. Even more ironically, is Oprah Winfrey has bought over 100-plus acres in Maui over the last two years now, multiple different real estate properties. Oprah has in Maui specifically. None of the properties even got singed with a fire. Only very specific spots that basically the people that live there, the real residents, the people, the real individuals from Maui that have grown up there, that are living there, that have been from there, their properties are the ones that got completely destroyed, and a lot of them died. So again, this is why 
you have to look at this stuff and go, okay, so I, I encourage anybody that's involved in that over there, be very cautious on what you do as far as selling property. Be very cautious on what you do as far as allowing people to come in and start buying stuff up. The governor just came in now, and he said that the state is going to move to acquire the Maui land destroyed because he wants to make sure he can put it back into families and make it open spaces in perpetuity as a memorial to the people who are lost. Now, I don't even believe he believes that. I believe that he's a complete and total piece of garbage from the research that I have found. I also found – I told you guys this on Monday, which ironically enough now it's starting to go viral, that the Vegas police chief that was in Las Vegas during the Las Vegas shooting and head of the Las Vegas shooting incident – well, I mean the top leader, team leader of the Las Vegas Mandalay Bay shooting who was basically top-tier police chief, John Pelletier in 2017 in Las Vegas happened to be put into place as the police chief of Maui in 2021. Ironically, just, you know, no coincidence, nothing to see here. Almost like they already knew they were going to pull an event down there and they want to make sure they had a bought and paid for police chief that was going to go along with anything they told him to do. Just thought I'd throw that out there. And so you see these events that are starting to occur. And ironically enough now, I was reading an article earlier here that somebody had posted from me, and this was a, this was a repost from 2018 from the World Economic Forum. And I'm going to take the link I'll put it on the website. And the title was How Hawaii Plans to Be the First U.S. State to Run Completely on Clean Green Energy. This was from August 2018, guys. So lest you think that there's an agenda that's going on on those beautiful islands down there, think again. Because there's something very sinister with directed energy weapons, and the more you research them and the more you start realizing what they're capable of with these space-based weapon platforms, it is pretty creepy. And so, again, I encourage everybody down in Maui right now, if you have family down there, tell them to do the best they can. A lot of people are supporting them. A lot of people are donating stuff. A lot of relief going down there to help out them. And But tell them, do the best they can to hold on this property right now and stand their ground because I'm telling you right now, you're going to see BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard 100% guarantee they're going to go in and do a deal with the mayor to try to buy up this property, and they're probably going to try to put some massive high-rise condos on it that are going to be owned by whatever company BlackRock wants them to own, and they're going to turn it into a massive, massive cash cow that nobody is going to make any money from except these guys that are owning these giant resorts that are going to be completely and totally controlled and of course I'm sure they're going to turn them into a 5G smart city style that they can continue to monitor and control as well so keep up the truth and constantly keep the information getting out there just like the governors or just like the representative from Wisconsin said the truth has to be exposed. People have to start listening to the truth and realize what's really going on. Also, too, another wild news as well. Data has been released now from the CDC, and it's been compiled. I talked about it last week, and I'm doing more research on it. It's getting weirder and weirder. Again, talking about it, the CDC is now showing excess mortality from ages 0 to 24 at 44.8%. Babies, toddlers, teenagers, young adults are dying 45% above historical and projected levels since 2021. Now, it's crazy about this now. If you start actually doing the math on this, this is what I want to bring up. The 39% of this young age group actually received the COVID injection. So if the figures are extrapolated to 39% and then you factor them into the amount of mortality rate, that extrapolates to 115% of all-cause mortality increase among that age group, among the vaccinated only. This isn't a joke, guys. 
This is accurate. This is massively going up. This is a massive increase in the alleged natural causes of death inside the vaccinated as a cohort at 115% increase in this age bracket. So lest you think the numbers weren't adding up and people weren't telling the truth like us that we're bringing this up. Oh, yeah, it's happening right now, and it's happening very, very fast. This is why I've encouraged you. Please do research before vaccinating your kids. I was so proud. I got a couple that I know that they had first vaccinated their son that they had, and he was having a bunch of health problems. And I told him he was having ear problems. I said, I'm pleading with you guys. Here's the research. I'm sending articles. I'm sending articles. I'm emailing stuff. I'm texting stuff constantly. I said, please read the articles. And finally, I talked to, you know, Atlanta's real good friends with the mom. And I told him one time, I said, listen, I said, if you decide that your young child, your baby boy that's a year old now, I said, you really think he needs to be injected with all these different shots, with all these different adjuncts, including aluminum, which is a no neurotoxin. There is no debate about that. And I said, you really feel that your child that doesn't even have a developed immune system yet really needs to be injected with seven more injections on your next pediatrician visit. I said, you really feel that way? I said, that's your choice. You're their parent. Do what you do. I said, but if you even have the slightest question or the slightest gut feeling that you don't feel like it's okay, I said – it's okay not to do it. I said, don't let anybody pressure you into it. And she finally said afterwards, she goes, well, you know, my husband's family is really big in like the medical field and they're all big in the shots and they constantly want the shots and they're constantly pushing me to get them shots. And I said, well, I'm just going to ask you real clearly. I said, who's the parents? She goes, well, me and me and so-and-so. And I said, exactly. You said your own question. I said, it is your responsibility to keep your child healthy. If your child gets sick, it's your responsibility to take care of him. It's your responsibility to raise your child. And last night I talked to Lana and she went out with her for dinner last night again. And she finally had a big blowout with the family because they were pushing her. They said, well, we found out, you know, your, your son, our grandson has not gotten his next round of shots. You skipped them. And she goes, I'm going to say this once. I'm going to say this one more time. She told them to him the other day. She goes, my son, our son is our responsibility. He's not your son. If you bring this up again, we are not going to be talking for an extremely long period of time. But this is the only thing you're going to do is try to bully me into giving shots to my child that I don't want to give them right now because I don't feel comfortable. Period. This conversation's over. There's no more debate. I'm not going to be constantly micromanaged and put down and basically bullied into getting shots for my son that I have watched have negative side effects. And I finally – I gave her a round – last night when I talked to her later on, I gave her a round of applause. I said, I am really proud of you for saying that. I said, again, at the end of the day, if you decide to do this with your kid – I don't agree with it, but you decide to do it, that is your choice as a parent. I said, but don't you ever let somebody tell you you have to do this because I said so. You have to inject your child with adjuvants and aluminum because I said he has to do it. Nobody has that right to tell you what to do with your children. Nobody. Just like nobody has a right to tell your children they have to be indoctrinated with transgender perversion ideology. Nobody has that right. And if somebody tells you that your children need to be exposed to this, you either need to do something about it directly with a direct engagement if they're pushing you in front of you with your children, or you need to step away from them and absolutely disassociate from them and that school system and anybody around them, period. Because this is the same thing that I said from the very beginning with COVID. Everybody has a right to free will. You make bad choices, you make good choices. But nobody has a right to force you into doing something against your will. Everybody has a right to consent. And it's funny to me, this topic gets brought up on different subsections, and you'll hear it scream from the rooftops, consent is mandatory, consent this, consent that. All of a sudden it comes down to, well, I don't want to go along with a COVID RNA gene therapy shot. Oh, 
you're the problem. We have, a, we have a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Kind of funny that the unvaccinated aren't having myocarditis, isn't it? Hmm. Kind of funny the unvaccinated aren't having massive issues with blood clots, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, kind of funny how that works, right? This is something that really needs to be addressed on a basis scale of consent and the ability to say no if you don't like something, whether it be with your children, whether it be with your family, whether it be with your person, because this is the concept, this is the ideology that is starting to be very dangerous and is a slippery slope into a very dark hole when you start saying certain groups of people have the right to force other groups of people into doing things that they don't want to do. That is called slavery, my friends, and last time I checked, we don't do that anymore. When somebody else tells another person, you have to do this, I basically own you. You will follow everything I say against basically your best judgment, and you have to follow what I say, period. That is tyrannical. That is slavery. That does not exist in a constitutional republic, and that concept needs to be drilled back in to Americans. For some odd reason, we've lost that ideology into thinking that for some reason other groups of people that suddenly have a knowing or a better say or trust the science, they suddenly have a right to start telling everybody what they can and can't do. Just thought I would throw that out there. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. I saw an article now, Brazil. Okay, Austin, 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 I got to ask you a question. Okay? Yeah, some yeah, people, yeah, some yeah. People, I apologize. Let's, I'll let you continue. But I got, I got a great segment, by the way. You said that Lana fussed at somebody trying to tell her what to do. Who was it? Were they relatives of Lana or were they somebody else? No, no, no. They were, they were fussing at her friend. Not, this, this is Lana's friend. That didn't come across clearly. All right, so let's, 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 so, so it wasn't Lana. It was one of Lana's friends told him to leave her alone and not, not yes. tell him what to do. Okay, yes. good, good, good. Perfect, good. Okay, go ahead. Go. What's your next story? Yes, that's why I wanted – let me clarify that. It was one of Lana's best friends. Mm-hmm. This friend I have talked to repeatedly about vaccinations since she started to wake up. Lana's best friend, her parents and her basically in-laws are the ones that have been fussing at her. And so Lana's been encouraging her as well as I have to do her own research, and now she has been doing so. And so that's – she's the one that basically went back to her in-laws and said, this isn't okay anymore. We're done with this. Don't bring this up anymore. Okay, good. Yeah, so I want – thank you. I'm going to make sure I clarified that. And so this is – and this goes right back into what I'm going to tie into right now, why I constantly keep telling everybody with the digital currency – the digital currency and getting rid of the cash is going to be the next phase in massive control of populations and going against people's will and preventing people from being able to have free speech. This is the next phase. I'm telling you that with 100% certainty right now. This is why cash is so important to keep alive. That's why pay cash anytime you can. I know it's inconvenient. I know people don't like it, blah, blah, blah. Don't want to hear the excuses. You know it's going to be way worse of an excuse. You know it's going to be way worse of a thing. Is when you go to buy something and suddenly your account's frozen because you didn't get your child's shot schedule done and you decided to decline it. And suddenly they say, I'm sorry, you haven't met the requirements as a good parent. We've restricted your account for 48 hours. Department of Child Services is going to be now contacted because you're failing to meet your obligations as a safe parent and we're going to basically come take your child. That's the next phase that they're going to start doing when they start having the ability to control your finances. DREX is coming to the facility of life for Brazilians, this new article says. Central Bank Digital Currency Project, created and operated by the Brazilian Central Bank, has now just been released, previously called the Real Digital. It will provide the safest and regulated environment for businesses. The brand, the brand developed by the Central Bank, the combinations of letters create a word with strong, modern. D and R allude to Real Digital. 
E comes for electronic, and X gives the idea for connection, D-R-E-X. What they're saying now, this is going to be not just crypto, but essentially digital fiat money is what this article goes into as far as calling it out. Because I told you before, the concept of cryptocurrencies with the ledgers and basically being completely disconnected from the banks, the ideology behind that is actually really cool. It really is being able to be completely disconnected. The thing about this is, though, I told you guys this, the central banks were never going to allow this to go on long term. They had to bring in a digital currency, but they use it under the guise of a crypto to make people think it's going to be a similar form of transaction and a formal aspect of being anonymous. It's not. It's literally going to be digital fiat money as the cash we have not already been devalued enough. It's still cash. It's still something physically intrinsic in your hand. You pull out a $100 bill out of your wallet. It's $100. It'll barely fill up your truck with diesel fuel. Actually, I don't even think 100 bucks will fill you up. But it's still $100 in your hand. You can walk into the store. You can slap it on the table. And you can say, I want $100 on diesel, pump five. I'm leaving. I'm getting out of state right now in my diesel truck, period. That's a no-go. They don't want people to do that. They want you to go in and try to swipe your card or swipe your digital whatever, you know, your digital wallet, and they go, oh, I'm sorry. We've seen that you've done an overallotted amount of driving. So in order to maintain our green energy policy, we're only allowing you to have $10 of diesel fuel. You go, diesel is almost $5 a gallon. That's two gallons of gas. That's going to get me like 40 miles. Well, yeah, uh, that's okay, though. But just understand this is, this is what it's telling us. We can't do anything about it. We're sorry. That's where they're going with this. They want to make sure that nobody has the ability to travel or live freely unmolested on your way. The way to combat that is continue to keep cash alive because as long as cash has an X amount of percentage factoring in society, it's going to be very difficult to completely get rid of it. That's why another factor that I've told you guys before is this has always been a staple. I feel like the Bible always gives us hints. It gives us direction. It's the word of God, and it talks consistently in the Bible about silver. Silver, 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 gold, all types of different metals and transactions. Is that thousands of years old as far as using those transactions back then? Absolutely. Is it still relative today in my opinion? Absolutely. This is why they try to short the metal market so much on a regular basis to make it appear that it's devalued. The thing about it is once people start realizing that the silver and the gold that they continually tell everybody that they have isn't actually there – People are going to get a real eye-opening experience when they realize the enormous amount of these central banks are hoarding the gold. If the gold isn't worth anything, and it's allegedly an antiquated form of transaction, and it's some outdated relic, why in the world has China and every other major bank been buying it up by the metric tons for the last 20 to 30 years now? I mean, why would you be spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars and trillions of dollars hoarding gold if it had no value whatsoever and it's simply a relic? Just a question I think I should ask everybody. Remember when Chavez had the Bank of Germany, they were holding his gold? All of a sudden, Chavez down in Venezuela said, I want my gold back. I want a huge chunk of my gold back. Suddenly, he dies of cancer. Now, I'm not saying Chavez was a good individual whatsoever, nor his policies fantastic, but he did a deal with the banker boys, and they were holding the gold, and they made Venezuela extremely paper-rich for a short period of time, and they have now come in and completely and totally ruined that beautiful country that has enormous resources, just like they do in every other major country. This is what the banker boys do. They only know how to steal, pillage, and destroy. The banks, that's literally what they do. They don't actually create anything. 
They use debt and they use interest and they use money magic to control it. That's why it's so important to make sure you're doing the best you can to put up a decent hedge with whatever factors you need. I'm not giving you financial advice. You make your own decision, all that, but always look ahead and look at different things. Anytime the government is telling you you don't need to do something or you don't need to be buying this or you don't need to be getting this, it's probably a pretty clear-cut indication you need to be doing that exact thing they're telling you not to do. Kind of like when they told us, oh, ivermectin, that's, that's horse paste. Why would you ever use ivermectin? Vitamin C, ha, 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 we'll scoff at that. Zinc and D3, ha, 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 you don't need that. You need to go on remdesivir, the most toxic antiviral drug ever produced that failed its trials in Africa because half the people were dying within the first five days of the trial from Gilead. Oh, no, no, nothing to see here, man. That's what you need to go on. It's sad to say, and this is the point of thing that we live now in this country, if the government says it's a good idea and the government says we need to do it, there's pretty much about a 99.99% chance it's a horrible idea and you don't need to do it. As sad as that is for me to say. Now, again, I'm talking about the polluted, perverted government that's being run by the deep state and by the CIA spooks. That's what I'm talking about. This country as a whole, as an American unity that was based on biblical principles by patriots, it is still a beautiful country, and it still can be a beautiful country. We just have some individuals that are in certain places. Places that need to be removed because this is a country that is incredible. We just have to continue to make it incredible again and stop going along with the lies and complying with things that we have no business complying with in a constitutional republic. That's my stance on that, Dan. What do you think? Uh, wow, awesome. Great segment. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right because remember what happened with Kanye West? They, they stopped his Apple Pay. I mean, yep. That's Kanye, a billionaire. You know, he was trying to pay stuff, and he couldn't pay it. They, they froze his doggone digital account. Didn't want to pay it. I remember Klaus Schwab now has said repeatedly, along with that Harari guy who basically is his right-hand guy, that they are becoming gods. You know, with a little G, G-O-D-S, they think they're gods. Then, then Harari has come out openly now and criticized Jesus and basically, you know, basically said all kinds of lies about Christ uh, because these guys are Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan lackeys is what they are. And it's who always runs the country. And we have to understand that the, the country runs off of money. And without money, you can't have basically your goods and services being transferred. Remember, it's the same thing Lucifer did before he fell. He was running the commerce on the planet. And apparently he discovered his little Babylonian money magic back then as far as if you want to extrapolate it out to that and started doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Remember, that's why Jesus said the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, these guys are greedy to the point of no return. I mean, it's un unreal. You know, yesterday I was I was speaking to several people at a, at the Natural Medicine Center of Lakeland, and I went in there and got some vitamin C intravenously. And by, and by the way, it's a great place. Uh, Dr. Catherine owns the place. She's a phenomenal lady. And uh, if you guys need vitamin C and you're anywhere in Central Florida, whether you're in Lakeland or Tampa or Orlando or Winter Haven or Arbonne or Bartow, and you can make the drive, it's well worth it. I'm going to give you a phone number. Now, I'm not being paid for this. I, just, I like these guys that much. And just tell them that I told you to call. If you guys could light up their phones today, that would be great. Phone number is 863-899-9977. That's 863-899-9977. And if you need to basically go in and schedule an appointment for vitamin C intravenously, uh, I suggest you go there. I do not recommend or endorse any other clinics in the Central Florida area. This is the only one that I endorse. I've met with this doctor repeatedly, and she's a wonderful lady, and I really like her, and it's a family-oriented center. You know, what's interesting, too, I had some really interesting discussions yesterday there while I was having the vitamin C, and 
the place is awake. The people that were coming in there are awake. Not only woke, I mean awake. They knew what was going on. They knew what was going on with the vaccine. They knew what was going on as far as the government, et cetera, et cetera. And I really enjoyed the discussion that we were having. So it's kind of like a patriot holdout place, I guess you could say, that has the ability to give you vitamin C. Now, I'm, not, I'm sure not everybody's on the same page there. But what I liked about it was that I really enjoyed the discussion that we had there. And the place had a really good, good presence there. I really liked it. Now, I'm not familiar with anything else that they do there, but I'm telling you the vitamin C is absolutely phenomenal there. And they have vitamin C without preservatives. Apparently, some of the other places, you know, I was told yesterday that have vitamin C available, you know, in our areas, uh, they use preservatives in their vitamin C. So you're putting those preservatives in that vitamin C directly into your bloodstream. And this place doesn't use that. Again, that phone number is 863-899-9977. You can at least call them up and talk to them and ask them about what they have and other services they have. But I want, to, I want to bring that to you this morning. Also, RFK now is saying that death scientists that the government we have are developing killer bioweapons in America. Now, you know, this is interesting because, you know, the treaty of the Biological Weapons Treaty of, I think, like 1989 uh, was put together. So we couldn't do that anymore, but we're completely ignoring all of that. Presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has warned that thousands of death scientists are developing deadly pathogens as killer weapons in secret biolabs in America. Kennedy made the claim during a new interview with independent news anchor Tucker Carlson. JFK warned, RFK warned that thousands of unregulated scientists are developing bioweapons in Americans, on American soil without oversight. According to Kennedy, a staggering 36,000 scientists were assigned to develop bioweapons under Dr. Anthony Fauci, former head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. I'm going to repeat that. According to Kennedy, I'm going to slow it down, a staggering 36,000 scientists were assigned to develop deadly bioweapons under Fauci. Think about that for a second. Let that one sink in. However, JFK Jr. claims that the former president, Barack Obama, ignored warnings about Fauci's experiments with deadly microbes. The topic was raised when the pair began to discuss biolabs in Ukraine. Kennedy noted that the United States has biolabs in Ukraine because we are making bioweapons. He then went on to state that Anthony Fauci got all the responsibilities of bioweapons for their development. Kennedy added that three killer viruses have already escaped from separate labs in the U.S. In 2014, 300 scientists wrote to President Barack Obama. I can't even call him president. I'm sorry, guys. He's the gay Kenyan to me. And said, you got to shut down Anthony Fauci because he's going to create a micro that will cause a global pandemic. And so Barack Obama signed a moratorium and shut down the 18 worst of Anthony Fauci's experiments, where most of them were taking place in North Carolina. By a scientist called Ralph Barrick, Kennedy added. Kennedy did explain that Fauci outsourced many bioweapons programs offshore. My question is simply this. This is not from the article. I'm asking this question as Ted Brower. Why is Fauci not in jail? Just thought I'd mention that. He said Fauci sought to continue the experiments in foreign countries to avoid the scrutiny of the United States of America. Now, this is what he's reporting on with Tucker Carlson. Now, this conversation came up yesterday, you know, actually in the, in the place where I was doing the vitamin C IV. And we, I, they asked me about Kennedy. I started talking about Kennedy. And I said, well, he's a liberal, but he's telling the truth about the vaccines. I don't know about a lot of his other policies, but I also know he's big pro-Israel, too. But, you know, but they, all, they all are like that if they want to have any hope of even having any type of national notoriety. So I know that he's big because he's standing there with a big Israeli flag. But the reality is this. Kennedy's trying to tell the truth about the bioweapon development in the world and what these guys are doing and how they're continuing to do it. So to me, he gets a big plus plus because, you know, Donald Trump is still pushing Operation Warp Speed. Donald Trump is still pushing how he saved so many lives. I mean, I, I can't believe the guy can't read 
well enough to understand that what he's doing is a joke unless he's being given a script to read and he's being told he has to stay on point as far as what he's being accused of now as far as all these other crimes if he wishes to walk away from all this stuff i don't know i'm speculating guys all i know is that donald trump is not rejecting the vaccine he should be coming in saying that he was lied to by these scientists that he was forced into doing this by the cdc they put a lot of pressure on him and he capitulated as the president he unbelievably apologizes for what he did but donald trump can't do that donald trump is an out-of-control megalomaniac Uh, yeah i said that and here's why you always know that people are megalomaniacs. Here's a key point that you can always understand. If they make a mistake, if they get really – if they do something really, really wrong, it's almost literally impossible for them to admit they were wrong, and it's almost literally impossible for them to apologize. They can't do it because they're so narcissistic that they, have, they, don't, they can't believe in their mind that they're wrong about something and they have to apologize for something. If any of you have ever known a true narcissist, you'll find that to be true. It doesn't matter what they do. There's always an excuse. No matter what they do, there's always a reasoning for why they did what they did. They don't want to come in and take responsibilities. They can't come in and say, please forgive me. I made an absolutely ridiculous mistake. I've had a judgment error. I wish I hadn't done that. I hope you can forgive me. Sincerely, Ted, or whatever. They can't do that. They don't have the ability to do that because they have that. They're, 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 patholo- they're pathological. And all they want to do is lie and twist and lie and twist and lie and twist. Now, I'm not saying that everything Donald Trump says is a lie. I don't believe that at all. They were asking me that yesterday in the bottom of CIV room. We were talking about that. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. They were promoting Trump, Trump, Trump. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking about DeSantis. I mean, this is a whole big full-blown political discussion yesterday. And what I learned was this. A lot of people don't know about the red flag gun laws, about him wanting to be the most pro-gay administration in the history of the world, of the United States. They don't understand about him and Cohn and how they were best buddies and Cohn was an open homosexual in New York City and Trump used to run around with him. They don't want to understand that Giovanna, his daughter, was going around to all the senators and all the congressmen to try to pass a national red flag gun laws in every single state. They don't want to believe any of that or Operation Warp Speed or, or, or. They only see the things that he says on his rhetoric, on his campaign stump, and they don't look at his actions. You know, I had someone say to me a long, long time ago, you know, your walk talks a lot louder than your talk talks. Is that true? Your walk talks a lot louder than your talk talks. What's Trump doing? What's his walk doing? What's his talk saying? And we need to be aware of that. I mean, what type of lifestyle does he live when he says that his number one most prestigious award he ever got is the Tree of Life Award, which is a Kabbalah award, and it represents everything he believes in and stands for? Does nobody want to pay any attention to that and listen to that? When, he, when he's pushing red flag gun laws, you know, when he, when, he, when he closed down the country and carpet bombed the economy and people are blaming now the inflation that we're having all on Biden, Trump also printed trillions of dollars in relief funds and gave it out to people. <laughs> Never forget this. Never forget that he's also the one that pushed this entire narrative with Fauci. Don't let him off the hook on this, guys. Don't let him off the hook. What people say, well, he's a lot better than Joe Biden. Well, would we rather have Joe Biden in there or Trump? Well, honestly, I'd rather have Trump in there at this point. I mean, I'm no joke. I really would. But that doesn't mean that you know he has my endorsement because he does not. And I'm not sure what to do with DeSantis. I'm not sure what to do with Kennedy. But what they're doing is this kabuki theater. It's a three-ring circus. Remember what I told you a couple of years ago when I read you this article? I mentioned it again yesterday. Remember what Otto Kahn says? He says they control the world. The bankers do. They hold the earth by its axis to get whatever they want. They turn it any which way they want. They control both sides of the House of Congress. They control the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, the Senate, everything. They control all of it. 
the Kabbalist, Luciferian, Synagogue of Satan, through Jeffrey Epstein and a lot of other groups of CIA, MI6, you know, you know, you know, and all the other groups, this FBI, they've come in now and they basically compromised so many people. If any of us had done a fraction of what Hunter Biden had done, especially having all that information on a laptop and all the videos of him with all the other stuff that he was doing on that laptop. We would never see the day of light again, we would, the light of day again. We would never, ever have the ability to walk freely and unmolested on our way. We would never, ever have the ability to get out of prison. This guy's not even being charged with anything. He's just walking and skating on all of it because there's a separate set of laws. Because remember, Klaus Schwab says they're becoming gods, and they believe that. They believe that they're going to be the ruling elite just like in the Hunger Games, and they're going to be able to do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, however they want to do it, and they're going to be un touchable i mean it's unreal i mean think about it. you can you know you can feel it in your spirit i mean that the united states is finally waking up that people have had enough of it i mean it's it's crazy what's happening you know you got the lawless democrats and the republicans in some cases are drunk with power and the mockery of law like they're doing with hunter biden you, you know you've got america's cities that are collapsing mental illness is going berserk shoplifting ruined suicide off the charts in the united states of america right now you got the corporations are going insane with virtue signaling because their 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 money is being withheld by the international banking communities if they don't do what they're supposed to do as far as certain amounts of behaviors, as far as pushing the transgender issue, which is again a Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan issue. You know the never-ending theft by inflation that was brought to us by Biden and Trump's printing of money. You know we know the 2020 election was stolen. We know that everybody knows that. False flag operations, you know, are all being against the American population right now. Look at the fire in Hawaii we just had. Pedophilia, you know, because of Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, sex with all these young women, these young girls, these these 10, 12-year-old girls is being embraced by the Democrats on the left. They won't even talk out against it along with the transgenderism. You know, the, the climate cult group has turned into a mental illness group. I mean, they're, they're pushing everything as far as climate control to everybody all of the time, saying that we're carbon units and we have to be extinguished because we're polluting the planet. It's insanity. You know, the, the depopulation of the country continues as the bioweapons are continuing to be funded by the United States government as they continue to bring in illegal aliens, giving them everything. I mean, it's insane what they're doing. I mean, it's absolutely amazing what they're doing as far as all of the stuff. Yesterday, one of our employees went to get, get some gas at the gas station, and he had to get ethanol-free gas. And there's only one pump at this gas station that sells it. And there were a group of Mexicans or, or Hispanics. We don't know what country they were from. that were sitting at that particular pump having lunch in the shade. And it's the only pump that has ethanol for gas. He asked them if they could please move their vehicle. They started calling him a gringo, screaming and yelling at him. He had to go inside. The manager's store had to come out and ask them to move or he was going to call the police on them as they screamed and yelled and cussed as they drove away. I mean, unbelievable. You know, and then we have the Ukrainian war, which basically was pushed on us a couple of years ago as a massive laundering of weapons and that massive laundering of funds into Ukraine to enrich certain people in our government again. It never, ever ends. And then we see pictures of Madonna, you know, pictured in her latest pictures looking like she's 18 years old again. Is that really Madonna or is she part of the elite? Is she drinking enough adrenochrome to make her look that young? How much, how much young blood is she using or is that a clone? I'm going to go there right now. Or is that somebody who's a body double? I have no idea, but that's not a 65-year-old woman. There's no way that that's possible. And all of this stuff is happening to us repeatedly and repeatedly. I mean, right now, the U.S. government prefers illegal immigrants. Here's a, here's a meme that came out. Democrats kill a bill for tuition assistance for children of veterans who were killed in the battle. In other words, 
You were you were with the United States. You got killed while you were fighting for the United States. Your children can't afford to go to school because you're dead now. And so we're going to give them tuition assistance. And the Democrats killed the bill. But then they approve a bill giving illegal aliens free tuition. You know, let that sink in. Let that sink into your mind. These people are giving free tuition to illegal invaders from this, in this country while we're denying tuition to the children of the men who died in battle. Free food, free housing, free health care, free dental, free, everything is free unless you're an American citizen. Well, heck, no wonder they're coming across the border by the millions. Free housing. I mean, unbelievable across the street from us. We've got an entire subdivision right now that is Hispanic with nobody speaking English and nobody has a job that we can find out over there. And yesterday, while I was in this same clinic again, speaking to one lady who worked with the housing and worked with the school systems, she says there's 4,900 children in our county right now that are homeless, living in cars, trying to go to school. Almost 5,000 children in Polk County right now that are homeless, living in cars with their mom or their dad, trying to get into the school system. Unreal. But she says, unless you have certain eligibility requirements as far as what color you are or what race you are or whatever you've been been drinking you're an alcoholic or your mom's an alcoholic or they're a drug addict in many cases you can't place these kids for food i mean it's unbelievable the restrictions that our government has put on us is trying to help the people that are actually living in automobiles in our county here in central florida and then we have no housing for these people coming in from these other countries because they're being brought in by the millions and you don't have that many houses available to them and they're building them as fast as they possibly can and giving them to the illegals for free I see it in our own subdivision over and over and over again. And it's sad to me. She said the demographics for the first time in Polk County is primarily Hispanic. That's the number one demographic now. Number two is black. Number three is white. So our entire population is being supplanted, you know, with Hispanic coming in from other countries, Central South America and other illegal immigrant invaders into Central Florida. This is where we are right now in the United States of America, but yet nobody wants to talk about it because, oh, you're being a racist. Or you're being bigoted. No, I'm not. I'm giving you statistics right now. The sad part about it is, is that here is where we find ourselves in 2023 because we've allowed the pulpits to do this. And the lady said the same thing yesterday. The pulpits are responsible for this because they've not told the truth about what's happening. Guys, I've prayed for you this morning. I love you. You keep your prayers up and you remember you put on the full armor of God and you stand firm and you hold your ground and you don't allow these entities, these things, these demons we talked about the first part of this show to come into your house and you don't allow your children to be exposed to this stuff. Austin, I love you, buddy. Go ahead and finish it up and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. You're spot on. It's funny. About a week ago, I talked to a buddy of mine who's in insurance and his wife's a realtor. And I asked him, I said, you know, I said, it's funny. I said, because I keep hearing all this stuff about we're in a housing shortage. There's a housing shortage across the country. Then I said, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I said, when you got the CDC rate of the mortality rate of basically young adults going up, you know, this 30, 40 percent, however you want to average it out. And I said, you see the population growth, the organic population growth of children being produced as far as, you know, babies being born in the United States naturally from, you know, U.S. citizens. I said that rates down significantly. I said, you see the older population that's dying earlier on. I said, how in the world, if all these factors are coming in, do we have this housing shortage? And he goes, we don't have a housing shortage because of that. He goes, we're having a housing shortage in key states that they're trying to overwhelm with individuals from other countries. Literally what he told me, and I said, that's exactly what I thought. He goes, yeah. He goes, there's no housing shortage. He goes, you go out to California, you can go up to Michigan, you go up to a bunch of states. There's literally subdivisions and streets. There's houses everywhere, completely abandoned. He goes, we're not a housing shortage. He goes, we're having individuals that are being displaced here from other countries, primarily in Texas and Florida, and the housing growth 
is moving so fast because everybody is being dumped here, not only from other states that are sick of their own policies that most of them had you know, contributed to, are now moving to our states. He goes on top of that, you've got people from other countries that are swelling the population of the United States and these states much faster than we've ever witnessed before. He goes, that's why you're seeing the development not being able to keep up with demand in states like Florida. He goes, it's not an actual housing shortage. It's the, it's, you know, he goes, it's the fact that Florida is having a population growth that is not natural. He goes, that's what's causing this alleged housing shortage. He goes, it's not a housing shortage. He goes, we're having a population growth that is not naturally accustomed to Florida and never has been. And he goes, it's very strange, the same thing I thought, that these red states, especially Florida, which is a huge swing state, probably the biggest swing state when it comes to the national election, is now being pushed to blue with people from all over the country and the world that are being basically dumped here. You know, I was in up in North, North Orlando towards Sanford area for a couple of days doing gator hunt and the crazy, the subdivisions and the apartments, the five and six story high density apartments that are going up. I mean, every time I turn around, I'll go on a back toll road. They used to be empty and on both sides, as far as you can physically see high rise apartments. So again, my friends, Keep the truth going on up there. Do the best you can in your community, your state, your area, your family. I appreciate you so much. If you need anything, be sure to check out the product of the week, the D3 10,000. One uh, product of the week, that will be on sale today, D3 10,000 with K2, excuse me. So be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com. Be sure to vote for what you want to see win next week as well at healthmasters.com. I appreciate you. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.